This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, October 18th. It is a Taco Tuesday, Corey. Did you bring me a taco? No. Well, how do we fix that? Uh, well, look, there's no, there hasn't been a Taco John's in this town for a long time, Corey. I'm, you know what? Um, I know a place that uh, does many tacos. Yeah, where's that? I, I mean, don't a lot of restaurants have many tacos on their appetizer? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, some of them. I've seen them at the gas station. Yeah, many tacos. Gas station, many tacos. I mean, when you're when you're hungry and you buy some gas station mini tacos, like it's not the thing you like. Oh my gosh, this is gonna fill me up, but doesn't it slap? I don't know. Yeah, they're they're fire AF, CJ. They're, they've been they're A one. Let me tell you, uh, have have enough references gone over everybody's heads? The um uh I've I don't know that I've ever craved mini tacos. I think that's a fair thing to say, but I tell you what, I have impulsed bought them often, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they hit the spot literally every single time. Every single, you never regret getting gas station mini tacos. Literally never. Literally, I've never regret. As a matter of fact, I will like come home and be like, "Look what I got! <laughs> you can't have any. They're for me." They'll be like, "Look what I got!" And they're like, "What? This is an empty container?" And then you flip it over to the. Uh, sticker that says mini tacos but it wasn't <laughs> i ate them all in the four blocks from there to home <laughs> i s- immediately sat in my vehicle and just scarfed them down i didn't take any second i set the cruise control at 27 miles an hour and ate these with both hands that's how i got here so safely <laughs> <laughs> and then you just hear the ambulances coming down the street everything's fine remain calm <laughs> How was volleyball last night? It was good. Uh, Parker's Prairie, Henning, Hornets uh, had a uh, nice little game yesterday. Henning won three sets to none, um, but uh, a nice little game for each team. Uh, both have uh, been having good seasons in their own rights. Uh, both Section 6A teams, although I think, I think looking at the section yesterday, I think both teams are pretty much set in where they're going to be seeded. I think Parker's kind of fits in that four seed. Uh, Henning's going to be the uh, four seed in the south part of 6A. Henning is going to be the one seed in the north part of 6A, it looks like. Now, of course, a lot can change, maybe. I don't know. But uh, that's the way things are shaping up. Who both those teams are going to play is still up in the air. But uh, everything will be official in the next couple days. Uh, nice little showing from Henning. They were able to uh, get things rolling. Talked to Coach Fink before the game. She said, ideally, we want to get this done in three games because we have a game against New York Mills that's tonight yep. that we want to make sure we're well-rested for. We want to take care of business and get out of here. And uh, for Parker's Prairie, uh, they're a team that had a, a they're decent amount of seniors, but talking to Coach Revering before the game is a lot of them are getting their taste of varsity action this year. So it's an experienced team, but a team that uh, – has kind of been figuring out their way as the season goes on. But they had a, I believe their record right now is 15 and 11. So uh, they're having a pretty nice season in their own right as well. Yeah, you you mentioned how that Section 6A is really starting to um, round itself into form, as it should. Um, a lot of the final regular season stuff happening for a lot of teams last night or tonight. Maybe there's an end-of-season tournament that's still on the calendar um, that um, will sort of be worked into uh, into play. But really, I would say for the most part, um, Section 6AA, which features the teams I'm going to see tonight, 
is in the same boat. Like it's it's not exactly worked out, but it's pretty much going to be worked out, and we can get to that in a second. Uh, tonight, I have Wadena Deer Creek at Pillager Volleyball. All right, both teams in the Park Region Conference, both teams in Section Six AA. The Wolverines are 15 and three overall. They're undefeated in PRC play. They have guaranteed themselves at least a share of the conference title. A win tonight means that it is theirs outright. Um, They're winners of 13 straight, including last night's victory over Class 3A Alexandria. In three sets, by the way, what a win for the Wolverine volleyball team. Yeah, that was was a a big-time victory for them. Alexandria at one point, or was, uh, ranked... In Class 3A. I think as high as number 10. So that's a big victory uh, for the Wolverines last night. Uh, the Pillager Huskies having the opposite season. 2-23 and overall. They're 0-6 in PRC play. Uh, they are losers of now five straight, including uh, Henning, Foley, Bertha Hewitt, Staples, Motley, going back uh, the past couple of weeks. And um, when you look at the PRC, we talked about it. Um, these two teams on either side of the Park Region Conference standings, Wadena Deer Creek at 6-0, and Henning and New York Mills each 5-1. and Again, those two teams playing tonight uh, for the opportunity in the hopes of at least a co-share of the PRC title. Sabika then is 3-3, three and three. Verndale and Bertha Hewitt 2-4, and four. Monaga 1-5, and five. Pillager 0-6. Some things of note is uh, the Wolverines are winners of 13 straight. They have a QRF value of 124.5, which is a nice number. Is that good? It's a it's a really nice number, and it puts them smack dab at number three in section six AA. That's got to be like the toughest section in two A for volleyball, right? It's um it's pretty loaded, and um it seems like I I hinted at earlier that six AA is mostly going to remain as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that is true for for for. 12 of the 14 teams in the section. Mm-hmm. The two teams that still have a shot to move around are the top two teams. Sock Center has a QRF value of 142.3 and is QRF ranked at number nine in the state. Dang. Pequot Lakes has a QRF value of 142.1 and is ranked 10th in the state. So those two are close enough that maybe who's the one seed, who's the two seed mm-hmm. is still up in the air. That being said, eh, that doesn't really matter for either of them. There's 14 teams in the section. They're going to get an opening round by. Yeah. No matter what. Wadena Deer Creek, I believe, is securely planted in that number three a slot unless things go sideways for them tonight. Um, they have a QRF value of 124.5. So they're almost a full 20 points behind Pequot Lakes and Sox Center. They're ranked 14th. They are a full eight points ahead of Albany, uh, who's fourth in the section with a 116.3 QRF value. If you're wondering what that means, it's essentially a strength of schedule. Yeah. Um, uh, Albany is ranked 18th in the state. St. Cloud Cathedral's fifth. In the section, they're over 100 QRF value, 107.6, and ranked 22nd. So I don't think there's going to be any flip-flopping around in there, again, unless without looking, 
you know, Albany goes and beats Egan, and Wadena Deer Creek loses tonight. Like, you know, there there yeah. could maybe be uh, a big enough push there. And I don't know what happens with that with those end of season tournaments, how that impacts it. Yeah, I'm not sure either. So uh, with 16 teams in the or 14 teams in the section, what that means is the top two teams would get a bye mm-hmm. in the opening round, and that would put the three seed Wadena Deer Creek versus the uh, 14 seed, right? Yeah. The numbers need to add up to 17. One would play 16. Two would play 15, three would play 14. Right now, the 14 seed, and I believe it will remain, it will remain this way, is Pillager. So this wow. is going to be a, a preview of what should be an opening section 6A playoff game. Is that game in Wadena tonight? That game is in Pillager. In Pillager tonight. tonight. So, so the difference would be that one would be in Wadena then. Most that would likely. be the lone difference. Scheduled for a 7.15 pregame and a 7.30 first serve. You can listen on 105.9 FM, the Superstation K106. Also on our website, wadinaradio.com and the Superstation app, which is free to download for all your Apple and Android uh, services. So, uh, Corey, here's the thing. We didn't get to talk about this yesterday because we were yep. talking about our proper vacation etiquette and all that good stuff. But today... I want to talk about uh, one of the biggest upsets in college football this weekend, and that is the Alabama Crimson Tide. They lost to the Tennessee Volunteers. Did you watch any of that game? Didn't see a second of it, but I saw, of course, all the the festivities. That was just a zoo after that game ended. Like, the whole... Everybody's rushing down on the field. That's expected. But, like, as a, first of all, that's an SEC... The SEC, the conference finds them and i think they did find them like a hundred thousand dollars for that and they panned up somebody had a cell phone video of the university's president and he basically is just like i don't care he was laughing and joking about it and probably drunk and he was like yeah whatever man we'll pay this we'll pay this this is he's like do you know how much money we're gonna make off this right now our condolences to the men's track and field team is gonna be cut this spring because of this fine but you know you know in the meantime it's it's exciting in in the meantime the football boot are going to give us an extra $3 million now. Well, that's just it, right? Like, whoever is... Like, Peyton Manning will just write the check. Like, I got mm-hmm. this one. We're good. I got this one. We're good. I'm going to go sing Rocky Top with Pat McAfee again. <laughs> so... Um, uh, it was it was wild. Can I tell you very quickly? Yeah. My favorite um, tweet about that outcome was um, Alabama and the University of Minnesota were already looking ahead to their 2033 matchups, which is why they both both lost this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Minnesota wants Bama. Corey, we want Bama. Yeah, of course we do. In 2033. The Gophers have never lost to Alabama. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, who can forget the 2006 Music City Bowl? Yeah, I know. I know I can't. Uh, Screw you, Bear Bryant. Uh, Okay, anyway, so Tennessee wins. Yep. And they all storm onto the field. It's just a chaotic scene. Students, adults. That'd be so fun, wouldn't it? Like the Gopher field rush after they beat Penn State a few years ago, nothing compared to this. This is 100,000 people. I got out of the field after they beat Iowa. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many years ago now that was, but 
Yeah, it was awesome. I watched a friend of mine almost punch another fan in the face. <laughs> like, what are you doing? We got to keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is just this chaotic scene. And not only that, they it's like, you know, every riot movie you know, or like there's a riot and people are just throwing down light poles and all that. That's the thing that they did with the goalposts. They just tore those things down. Classic. We haven't seen the goalposts torn down in years. It's been a while. And it was fun to see not only that, but the teamwork of so many drunk Tennesseans. Yeah. To all like coordinate to tear down the goalposts and then they're all like passing it through each other this big heavy piece of metal they're not only passing it along through each other on the field but they work it up the bleachers yep. all the way into the concourse yep. so they can get it out of the stadium yep the goalpost made its way out of the stadium yep they walked it down the street <laughs> while everybody's singing rocky top uh-huh. and they are bringing it down and me and my wife were watching this this pandemonium via live tweet like the entire country just getting updates of people posting it on social media and we're like they they got it into the bleachers yep it's on the street where are they gonna go are they bringing it to some dude's garage what I are they know. gonna do with it and they chuck it in the tennessee river get it out of here <laughs> all of that payoff for nothing don't <laughs> don't throw it into the river oh i disagree entirely <laughs> i love it why not what else are you gonna do with it? you can't bring it home everyone's gonna know it's there you're gonna get in trouble by the way did you know uh what they played on the field at tennessee after they won i have no idea uh they uh they played alabama they they played alabama that's awesome i can't remember what song specifically but they should have played tennessee river if that was their plan (laughs) to just huck that thing in there are you ready for an all sec um uh college football playoff this year I mean, it could. It's going to be play. all. It's going to be two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams at the rate this is going. I, at the rate it's going, it's going to be Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, and Ole Miss. It's going to be literally an all SEC. Ohio play. State will get in. I know, but they. I hate them. So <laughs> I think I would like to see them mad. Corey, what's a Buckeye, by the way? What's a Buckeye? I don't want to get fired. <laughs> I don't want to get fired. I'm happy for Tennessee. Um. Um, as as an aside or a tangent to the story, a little bit. Sure. Peyton Manning is one of my, f- I mean, one of my very early favorite non Minnesota sports figures. Yeah. Like when he was in college at Tennessee, it was just like, who's this kid? And like, why did he pick Tennessee? Like, it was he was like a a, a really buzzwordy, and, and I really I liked I've liked Peyton Manning for for uh, a long long time so it's it's kind of cool i like that really ridiculous orange that they wear mm-hmm, i the like orange the, and white yeah yeah the I, checkerboard I, it's i don't know i just really like the look i've always really liked peyton manning and um who doesn't love cool. themselves a good old rocky top ah that that side tangent so i know good. you gotta go but pat mcafee is just gold for college game day he's the best he's perfect he? he's the best they should sign him to a lifetime contract immediately I can't wait for in three, you know, the second he decides to check out like Lee Corso <laughs> or any of the, you know, any of the old guys on any of these football shows. Like, ah, ugh, this is tough to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like hearing Lou Holtz at the end. <laughs> Rushing something. I don't know, man. It was pretty tough. Lou Holtz sounded like Sid the Sloth. I got to go. <laughs> there goes Corey. This has been the morning sports desk for Tuesday, October 18th. Good old Rocky Top. Uh, please uh, don't throw any goalposts in the uh, in the Tennessee River. 
When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.